Dimitri's going to be on the roof with water balloons. Oh! Yes! Please! Yes! I'm doing it right now. Please! Hey, this is Aaron Barrett from Real Big Fish. I'm a very famous person in a very famous job band. This is Peter Kander from Ladies on Showtime and NCIS Los Angeles on CBS. That's a chortle. <laughs> you hear it, right? He's chortling right now. Chortle? Chortling. This is a chortle. I can't do accents at all. I can't can you do it. Jamaican? No. Because Jamaican can... me mad. I hate you. Hey, this is David Kecker. Hey, it's Dave Perner from Soul Asylum. When the show's over, I have sweat pain, like, <laughs> everywhere. Whenever you talk about yourself in pain, yeah. that's pretty much what sets me off. Hey, this is Gary K. Wolf, creator of Roger Rabbit. Hey, I'm Jeremy Shada from Adventure Time and Voltron Legendary Defender, and you are listening to the Gag Order Radio Show. I hope you have pants on. No. no. What's your name again? Gag Order Gag Radio. Radio. Crazy mother. Hi, this is the Gag Order Radio Show. It is your host, Jay, and alongside me is the man, the myth, the android. Dimitri. I am here as always. And in the booth is the a legend. Booth. Is one of the greatest contenders mm. ever. Uh, He's been uh, known as a heavyweight bout champion for I just, years. I love this intro so much. <laughs> um, his name wanna... is the one, the only, John Doherty. What's going on? I, just, I love that intro part so much. So, so, this week. What's going on, Jay? You look a little drained. A little drained. I'm I, a lot you, drained. I'm a lot drained. That sounds inappropriate. You don't necessarily have to tell us, but I've heard on the, on the grapevine that you've had a very eventful week. A little birdie told me. Uh, you have to tell us. I just... Is that, that why you're so drained? That bird is a liar. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's been eventful aside from, like... Everything. Just dealing with people. Uh, yeah. Website people. Oh, just everybody. Everything. Yeah, there's website people. Dealing listen, with people drains you. Listen, I just yeah, actually people I I find I find people dumb. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say this. Uh we're gonna talk a little bit about you know, this is something in the news that's kind of I don't know, whatever. It's the Colorado shooting, if anybody remembers. They finally came to a settlement in that case. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Um and people are up at arms or whatever, and I, I have my opinions about that. But uh before we approach that, listen, I realize I I uh, am not cut out for dating. Like, for I dating? Just, I just can't. Well, Have you, you thought you, about you, the priesthood? You're going about it all wrong. I, I know. What I should do is just have my junk out and go, huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? The first person that no, latches let on. It, you can't matters. force it. You have to let it happen I'm not naturally. forcing it. Listen, that's called rape, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> that's Lord. not what I'm doing. We took a different turn. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was saying. But. That's, that's not what I'm doing. I'm actually... Look, I uh, I'm just uh, talking to people, and then there's some people that you realize why why did I why did I dial your number? Why why can we block you in life? Wait, are you talking about dialing my number? Because you called me earlier today. Maybe, maybe there's this guy named Dimitri that does things, and then also I, I he's awful. Something that took my energy away that I wasn't even directly involved with. Uh, was the whole fantasy draft yesterday. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Just, I was going to bring that up. I walked into 
what looked like he was planning war against Russia. Yeah, I like, had blueprints. Uh, and dude, I it was old school Cold War. And, like, yep. I was just like, what's happening? Yep. With a clipboard and everything. Dude, this is where they're keeping the subs. This is where the U-boats are. That's right, baby. This is, <laughs> this is where we attack at night. That's per- fantasy. They did this to Pearl Harbor. I was like, what is happening? That is dude? fantasy. It was. You're not, you're not used to a hectic environment, are you? No, I, I, I can live in a hectic environment, but it was one that I was I was involved in more than I wanted to be because I could not help but hear John talking. You from were that in room. a you were in a room that had the door shut. You, I had to shut it after a while because I was like, I can't, I can't deal. I was he's, right here. He's not doing regular like, hey, you're up for the draft. It's also like. They're trash talking. Oh, yeah. And then it just went. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't have energy for this. That is fantasy football. That's pretty much 90% of it right there. That Half the game is fantasy football. Because here I am. I'd be like, I'd be there for that event, and then I would never pay attention to my email again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How's your fantasy? Oh, I forgot. I don't know. Oh, that's right. I was just here for the trash talk. That's right. I'm doing that. Yeah, dude. I don't even check regular email that much. So fantasy, I'd be like, ah, I don't remember. It is. That's probably the most chaotic. You know, from here on out, it's smooth sailing. Everybody I, I was expecting it to be worse. I was expecting it to be more chaotic. I actually thought, yeah, I thought that was going to be like crazier music and then like bottles, bottles broken. Yeah, that's what I thought because he was like, yeah, it's all clean until the sixth round and people start getting it up. The I was like, wow, what's happening? Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. I thought it was just going to be Punches ridiculous. thrown. But I'm hearing names I've never heard of. And I, I was like past Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Good job. That's it. Um, um, Jay, why didn't you do fantasy this year? I have no idea. I just, dude, I would have been like, give me number fifty-two on you, the you That would have been Kamal. You were Kamal. I just had no idea who the hell. I don't know. I'm not paying attention. Which I hope that term actually keeps going. Kamal. Yeah. I, I, I am still going with it. You got Kamal. Kamal. It's a new thing. Uh, I'm gonna keep it going within the league. Kamal, God bless him. He's never done fantasy, and he's not a massive sports fan, but the rest of Precision Gaming was doing it, so he wanted to do it. So he really didn't prepare. There's, like, preparation involved. Well, no, nobody prepares as much as you do. Oh, no, everybody there had, like, little... They were just using their phones. I'm John, so... I'm paper and pen. Right. Yeah, no, okay. these guys really were serious about it. The, the two that were in the room mm. um, from the print company or whatever that came by... The uh the two guys the one that was filming and his friend oh yeah but yeah we had a film crew here yeah was his friend involved too um his friend Mike is in the league yeah dude he was in the room before he came out to like because uh, you called everybody in for like yeah, a conference yeah. in the yeah. room before that happened he was like all right let me make sure I'm checking he checked oh, rosters yeah. to yep. see who was still active yeah see who played recently I'm like why he goes listen. Because if any of my choices look like they're fatigued or they're resting this week, I won't really know, and I need to. I have to cut. Oh them. yeah, people are serious about this. Oh, I was yeah. like, "What it's is serious, happening? Dude. Is there like a pot involved?" Yeah, everybody's uh, putting in twenty bucks. There's oh. eight teams, twenty bucks. Second place gets twenty, and first takes the rest. So if you win a hundred, it's a hundred forty bucks. That's pretty no, cool. That's not bad. And yeah, it really is, and it's twenty dollars. I know leagues that are like uh, Armin, you know, DJ uh, Carlos Regatta, formerly of the Gag Order Network. He tried getting me into a league, and their buy-in was like a hundred bucks. But I don't do a lot of people do multiple leagues. I'm not one of those guys. It's just too much. I, yeah, that's a job. 
It really is because then you got to remember, all right, so this guy's injured. Uh, I have him on this team, but I don't have him on this team. Oh, that's guy, that guy's injured. I don't have him. Oh, wait, I do it, have it, him. It's like having multiple families. You're just trying, Pretty much. trying to figure out what's going on. Pretty much, dude. Cause you what a got, way to put it, though. You've got one <laughs> I think it's complicated. I've never done that. Exactly. It just gets too much. Uh, I'm not a big fan of doing the multiple ones. I'd rather just focus on one, but I know a lot of people that do multiple leagues. And then there's DraftKings. I was going to say, we should just yeah. try DraftKings. Maybe we should do like a gag order DraftKings. Gag thing. order DraftKings one like, week thing. Because I don't know. And by we, you mean me. Well, how about all the show people? Like, that's just something we just choose. Is there, is it like every day or? DraftKings isn't like an office pool. DraftKings is fantasy is a weekly fantasy football. So if you wanted to do DraftKings, we would have to basically do a condensed version of what you saw last night. And wouldn't it be against like millions of other people? Um, it's divided up into leagues, oh, okay. um, and then those leagues are divided up into like conferences and this, that, and the other oh, thing. Sh- where you, you know you win the big money by not only winning, you know, the league that you're in on DraftKings, but also beating the regional. So Gillis, John Gillis, other host of Precision Gaming. He won twenty bucks on um, DraftKings because he won his weekly. You know they paired him up with eight other people, and he won that. But if he had a higher score than the next hundred people in like whatever region he's in, then it's like a hundred bucks. And then if you win, let's say the let's say there's a New England region. If you have the highest score in the New England region, you win a thousand bucks. And then if you have the highest, so that's where you hear about like the million dollars. That's what I was going to say. I was like, how do people make millions? Yeah, the realistically, you're not. You're not going to win that million dollars because you have to play all year and keep pumping money in oh. and keep winning and okay. win, and not only win, but win, in, like, win by ridiculous amounts. All right, so you have to be a cheater. Uh, you've... It's some of its luck. I will say there's a little skill to it, but this is the NFL, and the, the expression is any given Sunday, and it's true. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. Unless you watch Celtic Pride, then you understand it just takes two people that are dedicated to kidnap to one kidnap person. their star player. <laughs> but then they then they had to change their heart and brought him back. So that was bad. That was a bad example for ah, all the future kidnappers true. out there. That's that's yeah. Don't don't, don't bring back your ki- don't talk to them. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you, you will befriend them and yeah. then you will see them. Suddenly, as a person. it's like uh, we became friends with Brady and we just brought him back. He's a, he's a cool guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. His family his family's really cool. Yeah. We had a barbecue. So dumb. That is actually, I, I want to watch that movie again. Celtic Pride? You think it holds up? No. Not at all? Not at all. Uh, the premise is bad. The uh, Yeah, the premise is bad. Uh, I'm going to check old school movies. Like, it, it would be like right up. now. Like, could, is, like when you were a kid, you probably absolutely loved it because um, Dan Aykroyd and Daniel Stern, like they're hilarious physical comedians. Uh, Damon Wayans, he's hilarious. Yeah. But t- like if you saw it today, you'd be like... What would happen if you kidnapped LeBron James? You'd probably just be shot dead <laughs> before you got off the property. It would be like a three-minute movie. <laughs> Seriously, they could, like that's the premise of the movie. They steal this all-star player. They kidnap this all-star player. Uh, that is very true. It's like, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen now. Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, yeah, bang, bang, done. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it would be like uh, a cautionary tale movie instead of a comedy. It'd be a PSA, actually. Yeah, pretty just... much. It would be a commercial because that's how long it would be. Oh, man. But, yeah, drafting, It's I love fantasy football. It's a lot of fun. It's This is my first year as commissioner, so this is the first year that I organized everything that was going on. Ah, oh, jeez. So that's why I was, like, all stressed out. But now it's over, and now and now it's smooth sailing, at least for on my end, because now I just have to focus on my team. Now you can finally sleep again. Then I can finally sleep again, and I can throw away all that research that I did because it's now pointless. 
Uh, well, I mean, the, oh, because it becomes immediately irrelevant. Pretty much as the season goes on, yeah. G- injuries pop up. Uh, players that you didn't think were going to be great are great. Players that you thought were going to be great were going to be terrible. All that research, all those trees that you've killed and printed murdered on. Them, murdered them good. I went, <laughs> I, went, I went out back and pointed them and said, you're on notice. <laughs> Pointless. Tell all the trees, listen, you will be used. They got it. <laughs> they understood. They know. Well, all right. So speaking of uh, if we go back to movies, uh, the Colorado thing. Yeah. That Are was, you okay. aware of what happened, Dimitri? Uh, yes. Well, you know what happened with the shooting. Yes. Did you know about the what happened with the lawsuit? I actually did not know what happened with the Jay, lawsuit. Jay, you want to take this? So the lawsuit, uh, it was... It was um, it was filed by four uh, plaintiffs. Um, there were four victims from the shooting. Well, there was more than that. But well, yeah, four, four, of them. four of them decided they were going to sue. Yeah. Now, uh, the movie theater or the movie theater company, is it Cinemark? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, decided that they were going to actually settle. Okay. They're like, hey, we'll we'll give you some money. This was horrible. No, they weren't. They actually that was the reason why they went to court. They weren't going to settle. No, I thought they were going to... No, they were going to settle, and then the guy didn't want to settle. Oh, one of the four. Yeah, Yeah, right, one of right. the four. Yeah, right. So the, the, they're going to get money from Cinemark. And it's like, realistically, you're suing me because somebody was crazy enough to break in and shoot up the place. Okay. So you're suing me for not having magical security everywhere. <laughs> okay. Like, that's what it is. So, I mean, the fact that you're getting money, I mean, again, it's a horrible situation, but the fact that you're getting money, take it. Run with it. This one guy is like, No. Or his lawyer, because I think it's the language of the lawyer that caused this to happen, was like, no, we're going to sue. So the judge rules in favor of Cinemark. Like, look, I'm sorry. It's a horrible situation. But again, they're not at fault for crazy people. Right, right, of course. It just happens. So whatever was said in that exchange, and what I'm, this is how I see it. You lost. The four of you lost. You guys have to pay this law firm money because... They went and sued on your behalf and lost. You still I, owe the lawyers. Lawyers are still astronomically. No, high. it was uh, they owed the the theater. The in a civil suit, if you lose a civil suit, you have to pay the other uh, the legal yeah, the fees. Other yeah, legal yeah. Fees. the other legal fees. But what was going to happen? And this was because I think it's if you're reading like one of the MSN news ones or whatever, like they say. They were willing to let it go, but somebody – I think it's the lawyer on the plaintiff's side that makes it so now um, – because they sued again or something like that, and there's a countersuit for $700,000. No. Yeah. Th- is it not a countersuit for $700,000 on – on, uh, Lawyers can't do anything without the consent of their client. That's what I'm saying. In a civil suit. They were saying, oh, we don't want to pay those f- – the fees. We're not paying for Who you. Who does? So – but that's what they were like. We're gonna, we were going to do a settlement. This would all be over. And this then was, somebody got greedy. Somebody got greedy. And now, and, but people were like, oh, the company should shut down. No, no, no. Listen. Jeez. Listen, they shouldn't. This is why you don't go up against certain companies. Well, no. You know? The suit, I mean, it was a tragedy. And I know that, you know, this is really an emotional response that they're re- that's, that's behind it. Yeah. But come on. The theater had nothing to do with it. It's like a random guy. And I, and that was the issue I was having with coworkers earlier. I was like, hey, look, you're, that's like you trying to sue this place because... We don't have metal detectors. Yeah. It's like, what do you want? What, what type of security are you yeah, expecting? Yeah, are you expecting? What are you expecting at every place? Because if somebody breaks into your house and I'm there and shoots me, I'm now... You're saying I can sue you. No, why would you sue me? It wasn't me. It was the person. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, pretty much. 
You're just you're not comfortable with the fact that it's a company because you expect so much from other people. I, I've I've never heard of a movie theater having metal detectors. I uh, I somebody or said, armed security. That's what somebody or, they, they were like. Yeah. You just don't see them. They're always armed guards. I'm like I'm pretty sure no. I don't see armed guards at movie I theaters. I see a kid at banks. Yes, but not a movie theater. Yeah, I see a kid that looks like he's scared to death to tell you anything. Yeah, pretty much. M- movie theaters are like one of those places. That, well, supposed to be. It's a soft target in everybody's head because yeah. it's one of those places that you're just – you don't assume you're going to run into a problem. Right. The most you're going to run into is you mouth off to the to the Hispanic family in front of you about the fact that they're talking too much and their black friends jump in and punch you in the face. Like that thing. Double, <laughs> double racism. Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> racism squared. I like that he said double, double racism. Double racism. It should have echoed at that point. Um, but it should have echoed at that point. Double racism. Double racism. But uh, yeah, that's what you know. That's what. Uh, that's the only thing that you would worry about. You know, at a movie theater, you just you're worrying about the people that you agitate because everyone goes there expecting the same thing. I'm gonna go sit there and watch a movie. I hope nobody talks. It's uh, right. That's it. that, that's, the, that's the worst of your worries. They don't right go. There. I hope they shut that back door, locked it, added padlocks because when there's a fire, we have to go through 16 different locks really? on lock. See, I think I'm more I'm worried about different things than you guys when I go to the theaters. Yeah, I just for me it's like, hey, that's enough butter in my popcorn. No, that's what I'm worried about. No, no. I don't like. What, what are you worried about? Chair. I don't like sticky or warm chairs. I don't like the, the floor is sticky. <laughs> that and I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember what you did when you were a teenager and you went to the movies. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to sit in that. I wouldn't want to sit in that chair. Dude, when was the last time you even went to the movie theater, Joe? What's today? It's 2016. <laughs> it's going to be years. It's gonna... <laughs> 1983. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I like how he. I love how he goes. Ah, what's today? As if he was going to say like last week. He's just like. Yeah, I went, uh, me... went up like eight months ago. Yeah, for uh, one of the big movies. No. Did you go for? No, the last Guardian. movie I saw was uh, Tim Burton's Big Eyes. Big guys. Yeah, it was oh, the okay. biography of the uh, artist. Yep, yep. That was uh, that was about a year ago. Yeah, something like that. Somewhere yeah, yeah. around there. Yeah. But yeah, you don't expect to go to the movie theaters and And yeah. nor would I want to, really. Right. I mean, it was a, it was a fluke. It's seriously a screwed up kid pick in the it was a fluke. It was absolutely a fluke. I'm not going to the theaters looking for somebody packing. I'm not As going to the movie theater. You yeah. shouldn't have to go anywhere. the movies to forget about what's going on outside those doors. I don't want to be reminded. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, like, it was to go see Batman. Again, when he walked in, people were probably like, oh, it's probably like a prop actor or something like that. Or, or a person No one thought, that's how far from the situation everybody's mind was. Like, no one thought this is a problem. Mm. So, it's just, I mean... Guaranteed for the first couple of shots, people are probably like freaking out, like, oh, wow, they're, they're kind of going really in on it. But then they realize, oh, this is an actual problem. They probably really freaked out. It's just, you don't expect it. It's not a place you go expecting that. Like, you don't go to Six, Fat, uh, to six Flags thinking somebody's going to attack the place. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't go there going, this person has a gun and they're going nuts. Like, that's just not where your mind is. I mean, the reality is, is it could happen anywhere. Anywhere. If, if, if you live your life by not that, enough libraries, you're not anywhere. living. If you live live your life like that, you're not living. Exactly. Uh, what, what do people say? If you live your life like that, you let them win. Right. And right. them being every crazy person. Yeah. The only thing somebody like that can do to you is, um, like, other than cause kill, other terror. Than kill you. Um, right. Cause terror. Cause you to change your life or to change your actions or to tra- change your beliefs. That's what they want. Because of terror. Because of fear. And I refuse to do that. I've I've flown on 9-11. Didn't care. 
didn't even think twice about it. You do what you do. Yep. You live. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to go, you're going to go. One, here's the other thing. People are always like, well, I didn't know what I would do in that point. Listen, I have a weird mentality maybe. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm crazy. But um, That's obvious. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I know I'd go down swinging. Because if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. No, you would just die. Like I'm gonna no, I'm gonna go down. I'm I'm not gonna be one of those people that sits back. See, that's funny. I was just about to bring this up. I've been I was reading uh, articles about it, and then you know I go through the comments, and that it's not the prevailing opinion, but more than one was, oh, I would have done this, and no, I would have done like no, it's not. No. It's not a matter of no, what I would have done. I'm just saying I'm not a person to sit there and fe- you know. No, like, look, look, I'll say this: unless you're specifically trained for these kind of that. situations, yeah. you have no idea how, how you're going to react. Exactly. No, but I look. I okay. I'll be honest. I've in Haiti, we've been shot at. Okay. I know how I react. I go for somebody I care for, and that's all I care about. Oh yeah, sorry about that. I was going for the squirrel. That was, <laughs> but that's that's what I like. In in my mind, that's it. Instinctively, I go protect if it's like well, mom no. See, you you've been someone. in a, you've been in a similar situation where you have had a gun pointed at you and you've been shot at. No, but not people, pointed. Yeah, just but uh, people that have never been shot at or no, had never had a gun pointed in their face, they don't know how they would react. I thought that was normal. You've never been shot at. That's weird. That's Can't weird. say that I have. No. That's weird. You're Russian, isn't that like a thing? Yeah, right. No, no, don't I do the pointing. A, B, I don't get pointed at. at. And like, like rather than a spank on the butt with babies, they fire a gun in the air. Is that, yeah, and no. then they put the hot muzzle against, against the, <laughs> the so back of marks everywhere. The wow. back of your head. If you shave the back I, of your head, I got head. branded. Is what you're saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> the back of your head is branded in the gun muzzle, so I can never uh, go bald. Exactly. <laughs> wow. This is why everybody thinks like Russians have the same birthmark. We're sorry. Jay can't talk right now. He's laughing. I've never seen a real bald Russian. <laughs> yes, you what? Now you know why. I've never seen like young Russians. I've never oh. seen bald ones. So that, that might <laughs> might explain a lot. It just looks like liver spots later on in life. Yeah, after like sixty years, yeah, it, it's just, just it just shrivels up. It's just like I oh, don't worry about well, it. Well, it's not like you're looking at the back of your head a lot. No, you're we do not have head. muzzle. Uh, burn marks in the back of they our They look like heads. nipples. It's really muzzle marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the butt of the gun. They actually just pound up and pop in the back of the skull. Pop, pop. Dude, that would explain my balance issues. Yes. <laughs> and not that you're drunk all the time. Nope, not at all. Ah, uh, dude, I, I love the fact that we can be racist. Um, So... <laughs> But no, that, that's, it's just one of those things that I was thinking about. Like, no, but going, going back, like, like I said, unless you're specific, specifically trained for a situation like that, you don't know how you'll react. Yeah, like the stupidest comment I heard was, that was me. I'd have jumped the guy, pinned no, him down, no. pulled the trigger until it went clear. Well, like, no, one, considering that he was like shooting all around, it wasn't yeah. just like targeted. You'd probably get hit you'd mid-air probably, with yeah. your leap of faith. Like when he tries to do the crane kick, you're just going to get shot in the bottom of the foot. <laughs> That's all that's happening. Ima- could you imagine the one guy? Yes, How'd I can you- imagine that. <laughs> How did you get injured? Well, I I tried to. I didn't go out like a chump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's a giant hole in your foot. Now. I know. Yeah, exactly. You don't have a heel. You stepped on the sprinkler and didn't realize it. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you, you, you legitimately don't have half a foot. So those comments just absolutely kill me. Yeah, when the bullets start flying, you have no, no idea. No. People that are trained in the military have no idea. I mean, Very true. They're trained for that kind of situation. Right. Some of them don't even respond the way they're supposed to. The military isn't, you know, part of your training isn't to get shot at. I mean, they have high pressure situations. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, people always freeze. There's always, like, uh, battlefield freezing and stuff right. like that. People don't know what they're going to do. Bullets yeah. flying is completely different than flying. when you're in. Uh, 
was in it? training at, and at the target range or yeah because yeah. they do yeah they, they legit uh shoot at targets all day and then they go to maybe some training have like rubber bullets or the the flash bangs or the uh bean bags but yeah those but, people that commented on that yeah i do this i do that no you won't no, it you was won't. the same thing about the people on the plane like they were like oh for 9-11 i would have run I, and it's no, like you wouldn't have you look. So, I, I understand if, like, okay, if you were one of the guys that, if you said, if I were behind him and realized the situation we were in, I'd probably try. It's if like, I was okay. scared, and if I wasn't, <laughs> no, everyone. I've I've heard ninety different Macho Man stories. Yeah. I'd run up and I'd use the pressure of the window to like. Just, just, do you do you understand what you're saying? Your is brain a Steven shuts movie? off in high stress situations. Yeah, so. if you don't know what to do, most people pass out. Like especially if you don't really understand the situation, you won't know how to react. I wouldn't it's not do like that you saw. If I were you. Yeah, it's, people don't. They don't they, look when they look at a situation. They go, you know what? Um, here's how I'm gonna react. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the tough guy and the hero in the situation. I've seen it enough in movies that I know how to do it. Then they're confronted with it, and all they think is, "What's that warm feeling running down my leg? Can't breathe." Yeah, yep. just that's. But it's. I feel lightheaded. Fight or flight. There's only so many people that have the fight part. It's 90% flight. Mm. It's 90% I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm saving yeah. my own ass. Oh. Everybody, like... For most people, that is the natural That's part. why normally... Hold on. Normally, if you if you just go by... Uh, not even logic's sake. If you just look at fiction and have fiction translate some of what we already know about ourselves as people... Almost every movie, everyone's running away. Well, by your definition, it's in fiction, not true. Well, no, but uh, it's actually uh, it's not just his definition; it's everybody else's as well. I'm saying there's a lot of stuff that we base, like so for fiction right. when we write, we base a lot of that stuff, especially if we want to have it be respected, blah blah blah. But uh, uh, like the movies where people run in fear, it's usually mass groups of people that run in fear. It's the not mo- mob mentality. Yeah, it's not one or two people are running away and everybody else is now fighting because they're warriors. It's ninety percent of people running away, and the two or three are staying. That's why. It's, so it's yeah. When you see the two or three people, that seems strange to people watching it. They're like, "Why are those yeah. people not right. doing what we're doing?" So that's what you would be doing in a situation like the movie theater. You'd be looking for an out. Right. So enough with the. I'd be that guy. Yeah, you're you're the guy. You happen to but be you know online. What the sick part is. The, at least in my view, the people that are buying the guns and like arming themselves to the teeth, they're the ones that believe that. They believe that when you know it hits the fan, it's they're gonna step up. They got all these guns for that reason. Well, here's the other thing: it's on their shoulders. The, the, oh yeah, it's up to them. Well, the thing is, you know what? Because John brings up a really good point. Here's the thing: it's not it's not like it's one or two people. There's millions of people that are like that. And they are like there's hundreds of thousands of people in America that have license to conceal, um, uh, and they carry Way all the time. Many. So here's the thing, though: how many times do we still see situations on TV where people get shot up? Those people are in that situation. They don't do anything. You have the you have the license to carry and license to conceal. You're a part of it. I hear too many times. This uh, you know uh, a store gets robbed. This person gets robbed. This person gets shot. If Only all, every it, it, so often do you hear somebody that had a license to carry do something. Yeah, that is that is a rare story. But the gun lobby will absolutely latch on to it. But that also goes back to the training. You're not trained in high pressure situations, so yeah, you freeze. Just, you just know how to shoot. That's it. Just because you carry a gun doesn't mean you know how to use it in high pressure situations. That's why they latch onto the story is because they want to sell the idea that this is you. 
Right. You know that one guy out of 3,000 stories, that one story about the guy that actually that, did? That's you. Yeah. That's all of us. That's all. That can be you. That is you. And you need the gun. And the ones they don't latch on to are the ones where it's like an accidental shooting. Or when uh, no, they don't want to <clears throat> latch on to that story. I, I think there's also one. Um, I want to say three years ago where somebody shot at a police officer, like an uh, undercover cop in New York. That happens. That happened like no one oh, of the, the Dallas, uh, not the Dallas shooting. No, talking. no. Uh, like a, a person that had like a, a license to carry to carry shot at a police officer, like an undercover cop. Not an undercover cop. He was just like uh, a plainclothes officer. You see the medallion on their chest and everything. Shot know. at him for some reason. It was in New York. Okay. Yeah, I'm remembering because there was like a picture of the stoop where he like fell and it was like a whole thing. I mean, unfortunately, people get shot every single But no, but I'm saying that's you're nervous. That's more likely what you'll do if yeah. you're a panicking person. Most likely you will hit the floor. Yeah, you'll do something wrong. Or your aim will be off and you'll shoot an innocent no, person. No, that's not wrong. You should hit the floor. No, no, no. I'm saying you'll do something wrong as in like you'll hit the wrong person. Oh, right. You'll you'll shoot wide something. You're not trying. Even police officers shoot wide. So what makes you think, Mr. Gun-toting Psychopath, that you're going to hit? You know what it is? Because they go to the gun range and their target practice is exquisite usually but, but when that adrenaline starts pumping when that adrenaline just well, starts flooding your body you know uh, what that's a different target environment. practice is great it improves your aim whatever but the target also happens to be exactly 20 feet away every single time and the target's not moving and yeah. also the target's not shooting back i was gonna exactly. say because normally bad guys just stand in one place right and just <laughs> right, they're just wide open here. I'm right here, exactly 20 feet away. And from have you. circles. The, all wind, over the wind. The wind is uh, five yeah. miles to the west. Go ahead. Yeah, it and has little you, circles all if over. If you, uh, what's it called? If you, if you throw <laughs> pebbles in this direction, I will turn around and run that way <laughs> because <laughs> you've seen it in enough video games to know that that's what I'll do. And you can call it an airstrike. Like I'm tired <laughs> of people. Like people are so dumb. Oh my god, people are so dumb. Yeah, there's a reason we don't uh, hear about those those hero stories about the guy opening fire and then he's get, he gets taken down by the guy, the hero with the gun. That, that scenario does not exist. Exactly. It doesn't have and when it does, you're right. Not only will they latch onto it, very rare. There's gonna yeah. be books about it. There's gonna there'll be classes <laughs> oh, taught on it. The guy, that guy will be panels. Yeah, he will be taken care of for life. life. Like, Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Every time like somebody uh, a politician introduces a new gun bill, they're gonna tote this dude out. Yep, exactly. Saying this is a this is a very common story that happened forty years ago. <laughs> He's gonna be old and decrepit. Yeah, because that's how long it's gonna take till the next one. They'll have him come out on stage, and he'll just be like, "We're back in my day where we had guns that didn't have automatic laser sights." Tell us, <laughs> like, so, tell us what happened. So we got a message from uh, an old host of ours, uh, Dan Potter. Dan Potter, uh, as he says, does he know when we're talking about he does. guns? His ears burn. <laughs> as guys, we know. Hold on, this is what he, this is what he said. As Gagorn is wrestling gun-toting maniac. I know I won't miss because I've watched Rambo 20 times. Does he know when we're talking? Because yes. he one time on... Yeah, we were talking about guns a few months on ago. On my show. Yeah, and, and he just happens. On the edge, Potter. I love Potter. He's, he's I mean, <laughs> I want to believe that Dan takes every Friday at 5 and 7 and he's in, he's on the computer or he's got the tune in app and he's listening. He's awesome. I don't believe that. Oh my god, he's awesome. Dan, Dad, are your ears burning? 
Guns. It's a good song, guns. He has gun ESP. <laughs> I know the exact same thing. Hey, Demetrio backed this up. Potter yeah. called my show. Yeah, yeah, just randomly out of nowhere. Like, what, a few months ago? Yeah, he is something amazing. like that. Yeah, like that. Dan Potter, buddy. He is amazing. <laughs> That's weird. That made my day. That, Man, was that is amazing. It's his gun dar. Dude, I also watched him. Uh, he went through the phases of shaving his beard. Anybody yeah, else see yeah, that yeah, that he yeah. posted on his page? I yeah. refuse to acknowledge him without the beard. Dude, he... <laughs> 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 All right. Well, he we're wins. Gonna... <laughs> let's, let's cut to a break because he, he wins. He wins the internet today. We're going to pretend like we're an offshoot of Muslims, but it involves blonde people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back after this break. Skag order. Every day, noon and midnight, tune in to Gag Order Network for twice-a-day interview replays of your favorite stars and celebs. Hear about George Clinton's Boston connection. Where did Dr. Funkenstein obtain his doctorate? Oh, Berkeley, Boston. Yeah, I got my doctorate. Find out what X Factor winner Melanie Amaro is up to. Working on music with different producers and meeting with different writers and whatnot. So I'm working. I'm definitely working. Every day at 12 p.m. and 12 a.m., we're replaying your favorites, like how Anchorman and Saturday Night Live star David Koechner got started. Then I visited a friend up in Chicago. I went to a show at the Second City. I noticed that they taught classes and it's like a light bulb went off. That's how you get here. You study. Giving you more of what you want here on GagOrderNetwork.com. You can also download the TuneIn app, search GagOrderNetwork, and now you can set your TuneIn autoplay to launch at noon and midnight. This is Matt Gannam, host of Banyan Recovery Radio. I know what it's like to go through recovery from addiction. I didn't do it alone and neither should you. If you or someone you love is struggling with addiction, contact Banyan Treatment Center. At Banyan, we respect the individual journey of everyone who is going through addiction. And for this reason, we tailor treatment plans to each client's personal situation. This empowers our clients to make meaningful changes in their own lives. Go to BanyanTreatmentCenter.com or call their 24-hour hotline at 1-855-903-1770. Hey Dan, you're a gamer. John, that's a bit of an understatement. What is the comfort level of where you are playing? Comfort? Yeah, the seats you're sitting in. At a tournament, you get a metal folding chair. You need Edge. Edge? Extended duration gaming equipment. Turn any chair into a comfortable gaming station. No more pain in your back, shoulders, and butt. With soft seats, lumbar, and cushion backs helping to keep you focused on the action. Go to edgeprogaming.com, type in the code GONETWORK, and receive discounts on your entire purchase. Take your gaming to the edge.
Just to tell everyone you're a fake We 
the most you're going to run into is you mouth off to the to the Hispanic family in front of you about the fact that they're talking too much and their black friends jump in and punch you in the face. Like that thing. Double, <laughs> double racism. Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> racism squared. I like that he said double, double racism. Double racism. It should have echoed at that point. We're back. It is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. The number in studio is 857-366-5444. You can also text us at 857-445-0424. Tweet us on air gag on the Twitter thing. Uh, It's Jay, still. Dimitri. And John. and Whoa. uh, and John. Yeah. And still. Serious. Still, John. Why are you still here? No, it was how he said it. And John. <laughs> like, that was, I feel slimy. Well, you'll also get more John after this show because after us, he does On the Edge. On the Edge. And less me, so don't worry about it. And less, uh, less Dimitri. Well, uh, what are you going to talk about today on On the Edge? Tonight, we're going to be talking, we're going to say our good final goodbyes to the man, the myth, the legend, Gene Wilder. Uh, we're going to do a really quick uh, cannabis update. Some big news coming out of Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, and California. And at the uh, later on in the show, we're going to be actually talking about the fantasy draft. Now, you guys saw it from the outside. I'm going to tell you what it's like on the inside. All right. Is it slimy? It's vicious. <laughs> I will say that nobody said, and John. <laughs> that's how it sounded in my brain. I know that's not how you said it, but in my head, that's how it came out. So and John, and John. but uh, yeah, that's what's happening on on the edge. So make sure you stay tuned to after this show to on the edge with John Doherty every Friday evening after gag order. Uh, we may be moving shows up a little so we get more of everything if we can, depending on Dimitri's availability. Okay, Dimitri's like all over the place now because he has love in his life. That, that's not true at all. It is true. Give in to love. I said your love. <laughs> I'd rather is not. Lifting me, keep lifting me up. <laughs> Come on. I'm not sure what to do. Lifting here. me higher and higher. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah you are. Higher and higher. I love you, New York. When you started clapping, that's what got me. Uh, the clapping is what did it? Because I, I I was like a seal. I just... The, the gospel clap. Yeah, it is. A, it most definitely was a gospel clap. <laughs> I was like, all right, now bring the choir in. Yo, love, yo, love, keep lifting me. Uh, that's all it is. I love that song, actually. <laughs> all right, here we go. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> While the music is playing, I want to say, for all the Reverb Nation artists that are submitting music, uh, we are listening to your songs. We're going to try something a little different than we've done. Uh, usually, we always wait until the end of the campaign to say, hey, here are the songs that we've chosen. Uh, chosen. 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 Chose. The, 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 choose. The, the, the. Choose. Choose before. Um, yeah. For all the songs that we've chosen, uh, we usually just wait till the end of the campaign to, to give you guys the summation of all of our time and hear the songs that made it. What we're going to do now is we're going to go um, every week. We're probably going to show you guys a couple of the the shining stars, the gems in the group that we got. That way you guys can understand that we are actively listening to the music. You can interact with us. And if you have a fan, if you're a fan of an artist and you have an artist you really want to get heard on the network, it gives you a chance to call in and advocate for them. Um, we'll probably to help the them up. get chosen. Chosen. The chosen one. Don't be Kamal. Don't don't be. 
I don't know if it does it work for this show. Is it, you're just you want Kamal to be a thing? Well, he does. I don't really I, care. I want to everyone to get on get on board with that. To get on like a worldwide. It was sensation. hilarious. It was absolutely fun. to be Kamal. To yeah, be Kamal. I, I was I was I was all over the place. It's I, when you don't really know what's going on, but, but you do it anyway. But you do it anyway, and you open your mouth and say something stupid. That's just. But that's what I do. I'm, so I'm before it was Kamal. Kamal, it was Jade. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm older than Kamal. So <laughs> would you prefer us to go? You've been Jade. That sounds weird. Exactly. It does. Now, if you say you've been Kamald. My middle name would even make it sound weird, huh? Yeah. Hmm. And you can't, my last name is just, it's too You've been JF'd. You've been JF'd. This is actually a really good song. But yeah, back to the music. There you go. If you guys really are interested in getting a friend on or a band that you really like on, make sure that you guys take the number down. 857-366-5444. And call us on the days that we say we're going live for the music selection. Um, basically, what's going to happen is the songs that we choose at the end of this campaign will run in our top 40 as part of our um, network. And we'll probably put a compilation of, of the best of the best at the end of that run. And what number can they go? Um, that is 857-366-5444. Or text us if you can't call because you're at work. 857-445-0424. From memory. Good job. But make sure that you guys understand this top 40 will rotate every quarter, every couple of months. We're going to change it. We'll make a compilation album at the end of the year. And that way you guys can enjoy the songs that we all enjoyed year round, especially the ones that made it to the top 10. We're also going to be doing this is new this time. We're also going to be doing a video show. So some of those artists, they may not make the top 10 for whatever song they submitted to be put in rotation, but their video may make the top 10 video countdown show. So for that, still, it's the same thing. Call 857-366-5444 or text 857-445-0424. We just want to be more dynamic than we have been in the past. And this is our chance to kind of, you know, flex our muscles. We want to be dynamic. Yeah. Just the, just the new flavor of what Gag Order has. Definitely. Um, so stay tuned for that. Support that. Tweet us. You guys have been doing a really good job at tweeting and messaging us on Facebook. Yeah. If you personally message me, I will burn your house down. Um, so please, How is it don't. that you get more messages than I do? I don't get My a face one. is everywhere. Weird. I humped the air. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Aren't you still in pain? I had to get a consent from the air, and I didn't. Um, I'm not. I'm not in pain. What are you like? Ins- you an insurance investigator? You get some pictures? Uh, oh no, my face is just everywhere. Like uh, it's uh, from just from being an artist, even I think. So people just know me. Um, people but yeah, that's me. that's a, that's as, about as far as that's gonna go. We may do a, a movie thing at some point, like an indie film thing because i've seen a couple of indie film festivals around so oh, there's a hundred of them yeah so getting involved in some of those maybe just like the comedy ones because i could give a crap less about you trying to be dramatic you want to learn something funny i started um an outline for a script many many years ago many moons ago um about uh, some buddies getting together and they find a radio station or they find like an abandoned radio station hey and they jay take, how do we start i'm not show? even joking that is that is actually pretty cool. Were you wandering through the woods and you found a building and you? Well, I found Dmitri in a meteorite, right? And then uh, that, isn't that how all Russians are born? <laughs> yes, actually, it is. 
That's what. Oh, that's what happened so many years ago. It wasn't a meteor shower. It was just birthdays. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> Somebody had instead of the stork, we have meteorites. Yeah, <laughs> and it actually got caught on film. Is that the Russians' version of it instead of the stork? Yeah, <laughs> or it's a very angry bear. You take like really nice stories and then turn them horrifying. <laughs> Whereas Disney takes really horrifying stories and turns them nice. Yeah. Yeah, Russians are like, no, we keep it original. <laughs> so it's like all the Grimm's fairy tales are intact. Cinderella gets her like leg cut off. Or yeah, what else? Stepsisters get their feet chopped off. Yeah, she kills... I don't know, dude. No, uh, Little Mermaid is actually... Um, what is it? Ariel kills... I mean, a lot of them are... Yeah, really no, but horrible. Ariel kills uh, the prince's wife... And feeds the baby to him, and then kills him. Yeah, man. Kid stories the back then were awesome. Yeah, it's like <laughs> kid stories yeah, back who's in the day. Reading that to their kid, like that's Have awesome. A good night. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> Which one do you want to hear? The you one with the, the body count. Yeah, the fish woman that comes out of the water. Tell us the one about how if we leave the house after dark, the fairies will eat our eyeballs. That is horrifying. Yeah, and they were awesome. And then Disney was like, oh, I'm gonna... and then two hundred years ago, they just change a fact or two, and it's Cinderella. Yeah, exactly. The now lovely nice. kid story. Now, mm. Tinkerbell isn't really... Uh, I forget. Tinkerbell actually did steal kids' souls or something like that. Peter Pan ate and killed children that grew too old. If you yeah. like showed signs of puberty, he'd kill you. He was a murderer. That's how, pretty cool. How would he know this? <laughs> well, there's stories what, that... The was he going... Stories? Yeah, no. How would he? How would Peter Pan know that... Oh, he... Hmm, I think going around the, waiting for a voice change? It was either a voice change or a hair. I think he actually he was like a a pedophile. Like, he's like, well, he's, no, isn't it? Isn't there a rumor that Neverland was actually like heaven and all the kids are dead? No. In the Russian version, yes, maybe in the Russian version, just but like, it's not allegory. They actually say the kids die. The yeah, they were, <laughs> yeah, kids all die. Here is story. Yeah, it's his, not his yeah. story. We tell you they don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> no, we actually don't really sugarcoat anything. Peter had his hand cut off and died from blood loss. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like three pages devoted to the blood loss, and it's his hallucination <laughs> of Neverland yeah. that they're writing in that dying moments when the blood's okay. pumping. That makes more sense. That's the Russian version. Bestseller. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, that Russian sound is kind of Jamaican. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> best clip ever. Ever. Um, That's Jersey. B- best clip ever. The way I said ever. 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 That's that's Jersey? That's not Jersey. That's not Jersey. Well, it could be. If I say Porty, now that's New York. Forty. If I say like Porty. Yeah, no. If, I, if we're going to go to the, yeah, the boulevard, so like for Porty. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Just stop talking. That's terrible. I hate your guts. <laughs> um, what does this button do? Oh, Jay's gone. Okay. Oh, oh hell. Jazz checking. Just, <laughs> just wanted to see. Oh, what good. All the mute buttons do. work. Just that works. All right. So on the TV now, are men running back and forth hitting a ball over a net? It's uh, called the U.S. I saw Morgan. I said it, it says Morgan. But it looked like I said Oregon Open. I was like, what is happening? Never mind what I was going to say. But uh, it's the U.S. Open. I am not really big into tennis. Who is? But These people. This place is packed. Yeah. Is this in, is in New York? or Unless it's really I clever no camera Isn't it normally in New York? Well, since I'm a world-renowned tennis expert, actually, Jay, in 1918, when Vince Akerbar won the first U.S. Open... I don't know. <laughs> Frig, man. I want to know if it's in New York. I believe it's in New York today. Dimitri, you're the big tennis guy around here. Um, yeah, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. The, this no guy idea. right here, he's wearing shorts. This is like the most tennis I've actually sat and watched 
ever. But I don't I don't know why it's on. I actually don't like. I left tennis. it on ESPN, and this is what's on. This is ESPN. Oh. Yeah, ESPN plays a lot of stuff. Twenty four hour sports. I got to ES- exactly. Yeah, they they're even starting to do uh, esports. Yeah, video games. Yeah, yep. ESPN has started to do esports. One of the tabs on their website is esports, and they're in talks of actually, if they haven't already, uh, broadcast certain esports tournaments. So now you too can feel like a girlfriend with nothing going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The- <laughs> They should have the cameras on the girlfriends that are like just there, upset. Like, oh, this is what he does at home. This is just encouragement. Yeah, but the yeah. the winners get millions of dollars. So the girlfriends no, they are, don't. No, some of them. The pool. Them, the, no, the winners of the, these major tournaments get millions yeah, of dollars. Major they, tournament. There's like one million dollar tournament. Oh, there's a few of them. Nah, there's one. There's no Evo is one. Nope. Um. No, no I'm not, I'm talking about like games individually too. Like, there's games called Dota and League of Legends. The 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 winning team of those games get millions of dollars. Yeah. And endorsements oh, and a whole fun. bunch of other stuff and sponsors. So there's a lot of money involved in this. And the millions of viewers, thousands of people packed in the stadiums. Yeah, I know that they're getting bigger and bigger stadiums, but for video games. Like, why don't they have it for Mario? I mean, they're they're making Mario the fastest. Well, some people are able to get a visa to go to come to this country to play video games. Well, I mean, they they did have the tournaments for Mario. You just have to go back in time twenty five years. But I'm saying, why don't they do that now? You can play all the new games with all the fancy buttons, but can you do A B forward? All right. Can you do it? Probably not. No. And beat the game. What is it? What's the record for beating all of Mario? Like, isn't this like a, a 20 minute thing or 31? There's a code. I actually just saw this. There's a code in Mario 3. Some dude beat the game in One two second. seconds. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. There, Because there's a code where if you enter it in, it's, I don't know what You it like is. fall through a crack and you end, instantly end up saving the princess at the very end. Yeah, like when what? you hit start, like it just, instead of going to the first screen, it goes to the final princess saving message. What? <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know. So you don't even play the game. Yeah, you just say, I won. I'm, I'm the best ever. The ultimate cheat, co- cheat code. That is pretty cool. No, because uh, back in the day, I don't, I don't think the way kids play video games now would translate well if they went backwards. Because I have a friend that just bought a Nintendo from Game Underground. That's awesome. Um, and she was like, oh, I, she went to go get. Oh, <laughs> listen to this. She went to go get um the original Nintendo. She got two controllers and Mario slash Duck Hunt. Huh. She was like, oh, I want to buy the gun. And they go, okay. So what kind of TV do you have? She goes, I got a really nice HD TV. It's not going to work. She goes, wait, what do you The light gun. They they can't figure out why. Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? It's an HD TV. It's going to work. They're like, no, you need an old tube TV. Yeah, because it's a light gun. Yeah. I'm sure they make adapters, though. No. No. No, no. You need to go get an old tube TV. Yeah, because the new TVs don't work off the same. Oh, like infrared or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is the greatest thing ever. That was the whole point of the, the of the gun. It read it read off of the the actual screen and what was projecting on the screen. So now she has this and she can't even play Duck Hunt. I was like, ah. Honestly, you don't want to play Duck Hunt. You eventually you just start having nightmares about that stupid dog. I, will, I, will I didn't murder. play that game enough to have nightmares about it. Oh no, he's a he's a son of a. Like, he's an sob. Yeah, yes. he just. That guy sucks. It's like the like when you're a kid, if you get bullied at school, and then you come home and a dog's laughing at you. Yeah, and it's not it's not just like a like a it's, like, it's a on. snicker. It's a real. Mm. He's an a hole. Absolutely, it's a-hole. a guffaw, dude. He because he goes. It's like a full body guffaw. Like, yeah, it's it's a real laugh, and he's making fun of the fact that you stink. Also, there was a lot of cheats when when all the ducks would start crossing each other. You couldn't like it, it would be weird. You wouldn't be able to hit more than one or two. 
It was weird. You ever have that happen where like they would, the gray ducks and the blue ducks would start coming out, and the red ones when the red ones go flying across the screen, you're trying to hit. If they cross each other, you can't. Here's score. a fun, fun little fact: not a lot of people caught on to that. If somebody had the uh, light gun plugged into one, you could plug a controller into two and control the ducks. No, we found that out. You figured that but, out? And yeah, and we but we yeah, used we to too. screw up with we used to screw people over like that. Oh, I. That was the whole point. Yeah, that was you just had the ducks go yeah, like that was the left. Whole point. Or you'd have them go back and go back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or uh, I would I would just start go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, exactly. People like because now your friend is chasing you on the screen. Mm, oh, yeah. They figured people would probably be bored. And when they found that out, there'd be a lot of murders. They, it was actually their way of uh the silent war. This was how they thought they would kill Americans. That was the beginning of my brother's resentment towards me. Natural selection at work. No, it's it was it was funny because you would yeah you would do that a lot. The duck would come across the screen, and if you didn't tell the person you had the other controller, you just hit back, and the duck would go away, and he'd be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> just oh, I miss Nintendo. We need to get one in studio. Yeah, there's a computer right in front of you. No, no, I want to play Nintendo. I, yeah, I like the the controller in my hands. Yeah. I like the feel of it. Hey, if you guys bring into bring in one into the studio, I'll figure out a way to hook it up. Seventy nine bucks. Well, I mean, if you can hook that. the Sega up. And Contra. We need Contra. Well, Contra is Nintendo. Yeah, I'm saying. And we would play Contra. It would be like old school Mario, some Duck Hunt, and Contra. I'm telling you, if you bring one into the studio, I can figure out a way to hook it up. I can't even begin to think about where I would find an original Nintendo system that yeah, they have still retro, works. They have retro stores everywhere. No, that's that's what I actually bought the original at uh, Game I, Underground. I can name at least three stories. Uh, probably, it's probably not the original. It's probably like a remake or, or a re-release, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it, but it's the same system. Was it the, the system that the game is like programmed into it? No. It's a, you got to buy cartridges and yep. stuff? And that's she, another thing where, <laughs> you know, cartridges they, that still work. Well, she ha- that's what I'm saying. Game Underground has like a stash of them. Like they're... That, so uh, them and uh, the replayed. replayed stores. So this place is uh, the best place for you to find it is find, see if you can find one of those old mom and pop um, CD stores because there used to be a couple in my neighborhood where it was the old mom and pop and you go in there and the guy would sell you the cartridges for like 30 cents. It's just, yeah, dude. And he would have boxes of video games. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember he, those days. I used to just go yeah, as a kid. I'd be like, all right, I got like $2. I'm going to splurge. And I'd buy games. I go. This is crap. Like, yeah, but they were really cheap games for thirty cents. You know, it was Clay Fighters. Oh, Clay Fighters was a good game. I remember that game. That, that one was like, eh. I remember getting Super Mario Claytality from there. Clay. Oh my god, I think we lost Dimitri because <laughs> I said Clay Fighters. That game used to just bug me after a while. Killer Instinct, all those games. Um, the original uh, uh, Blitz. Like the the flat, you know, the the 2D Blitz or whatever. Like all those things. I, I remember buying them as a kid, sifting through. Just like people used to do with albums when they were younger. Like our parents used to do that with albums. We did that with video games. Now everything is like, oh, you want it? Download it. Uh, everything's digital, yeah. That mm. sucks. That actually does suck. When he said, like, it's better to have it in your hand. I, I'm not a fan of having everything go straight to digital media. I, I realize that I sound like the old guy on the porch with the rifle. You do, actually. <laughs> Wait, where, why is a rifle being brought brought into? Well, because that's usually what that's they're a, on the porch. That's with. a di- what porches are you hanging out near, man? Clint Eastwood. Are you in the bad neighborhoods? Apparently. No, Clint Eastwood's on his porch. Apparently, with the rifle. Clint Eastwood's hanging out. Yeah, that movie that, in his car. That racist movie, whatever it was. Actually, well, it wasn't. Which movie are we talking about here? Because like, Grand there's, Torino. There's yeah. a few racist movies that he did. <laughs> I like Demetrius. Like he has a plethora. <laughs> it was basically everything after 1982. <laughs> he just, he just Grand Torino was not a horrible movie. 
I didn't say it was good. I said it was horrible. Did you watch Gran Torino? Me? Yeah. yeah. Did I you see. like it? No. Because honestly, I, I, I think that's just Clint Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really Clint Eastwood. He's just yeah. in a smaller house. <laughs> <laughs> that's and he's working on his own car instead of. <laughs> it's not even a problem. Yeah. No. <laughs> There was no script. It's his house, his car. It's just, he's fil- they're filming him, what he does every single they day. They took him from his house. He had a, a bout of Alzheimer's. They took him from his house and just put him in this new home. <laughs> the script said just... Clint reacts accordingly. <laughs> That's all and the script said. They gave him situations and scenarios. And he's just, ah, oh, this is what I do normally. And he was just he like, was all right. He was unaware that it was a movie. Yeah. He was unaware. This was all real life. He's like, all right, Clint, what are you going to do for this scene? I'm going to hate on him. Yeah. What are you going to do for this next? I was thinking about hating on him. <laughs> yeah. What about so- the big finale? All right. Big departure. I'm gonna hate on everyone. Yeah, but hate on him less with a gun. But yeah. because I don't hate on that one as much as I hate on. We forgot the else. gun in the proper room. That's okay. I'll use my fingers. Yeah, don't worry about it. I got mine in my house. And then I'm gonna talk to an empty chair. It's kind of Eastwood, just ridiculous. Brilliant. <laughs> just ugh. yeah, that movie was terrible. I'm sorry. It was a yeah, it was horrible. And the and the supporting actors were. They stunk on I ice. can't even remember a, a good Clint Eastwood movie. When was the last time I saw a good Clint Eastwood movie? When was the last time you saw a good him? movie? Like, new one? Yeah. I'll get back to you. Exactly. There are no good movies. Comedy-wise, the funniest one I've seen in like the last like five years, this is the end. Was that? That really? movie had me rolling oh on them. I, just rolling I, on the ground. No. What's, this it, is the end. It wasn't for me. It was the movie with uh, Seth Rogen and Franco and that whole crew. That's probably because I don't like the world's that. ending. Uh-huh. I've never seen that. Movie. Oh, it's oh, I swear, man, I almost fell out of my chair. It's basically it's Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jonah Hill, um, Robinson, the, like, that entire crew, oh, the, the Judd Apatow, yeah, yeah, the Judd Apatow, the ones crew. I made like four movies together. Yeah, the Judd Apatow crew, and in my opinion, it's just like an exaggerated version of who they really are. Yeah, because they all they're themselves. Yeah, they're all just playing kind of a, an exaggerated version of themselves. Yeah, see, they're going to a party at Franco's house, and the world Was ends. That Rihanna? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's like, dude, there's, there's if a bunch did, of cameos. If there. you did a shot every time you recognize somebody, you'd pass out before <laughs> 20 minutes were over. You'd be dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're just watching the trailer here, so it's, you know, it's, it was Yeah, okay. Michael Sarah, like, he plays a, a cokehead, so he's playing, like, somebody a little different than Himself. who he really is. They're basically exaggerated versions of who, in my opinion, they're exaggerated versions of who they really yeah, are. Yeah, I, I can definitely. You know, I Danny McBride that. is hilarious in I this. I don't like Danny McBride. I don't either. I like him in this because Who's Danny it's. Danny McBride. Um, Tropic Thunder. The, um, no, no, he had like two minutes in the entire Southbound movie. Southbound and Down. Yeah. Um, Wait, is that Aziz? Yeah. Aziz and Sorry, yep. Yep. And Aziz, Kevin? Yep. Kevin Hart, yep. What the hell? Uh, yeah, you're right. I'd probably get like, I'd pass out. But no, hold up, dude. Like that was, that was Patrick McBride. Pat McBride. Oh, the, Danny McBride. Danny, I'm sorry, Danny McBride. Danny, that's oh, Danny him? McBride. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. See, but I like him in this because it's just like Tropic Thunder. He shows up. It's like shows up, does some jokes, goes away. They know just the right amount of exactly, screen time for him. Exactly. Because if he has anything over two minutes of screen time, it gets annoying. Yeah, I didn't like like Eastbound and Down. Uh, that that TV show he did on what was a Showtime or HBO or whatever yeah. it was. I didn't like that. I don't like any movie where he's the lead. But like Tropic Thunder, uh, Tropic Thunder was great. Pineapple Express. Where they he just shows up, says some crazy stuff, does something and ridiculous, and then goes away. Yeah. It's like Jack Black. I put him in the same category as Jack. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you know, Jack. I can't watch a Jack Black movie where he's the star. So that means you haven't seen uh, Goosebumps. I did see Goosebumps. How was it? Terrible. <laughs> but I'm an R.L. Stein fan, and I just think they absolutely. They took really it. are a lot of celebrities in it. Yeah, movie. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, like I said, if you like did a shot every time you recognize somebody, you'd be dead before the third act. Well, so h- how does the movie end? They sur- survive. Oh, why don't you go watch it? I'm telling you, Jay, you would laugh. Probably. I find the movie somewhat entertaining, but that that's far. I that mean, go. did you like Super Bad? I didn't watch Super Bad. All right, so there's movies. <laughs> <laughs> Old man. Motion pictures. Stop watching Gone with the Wind for the 18th time because it reminds you of the good old days. <laughs> no, I watch uh, the the movie that I watch a lot. Everybody knows this, right? Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's I mean that's 80s. fine. I, I watch that like every watch other week. More I, I rewatch Ghostbusters. Dude, go watch this at the end. I think you'll dig it. Okay, I'll, I'll check. I it thought out. it was okay. Have, well, are you a Seth Rogen fan? I'll wait. <laughs> So no, okay, then do, don't do, watch do, it. Have you ever seen Jump Street? Twenty, I'm sorry, Twenty Two Jump Street. No. Twenty One Jump Street. There's Twenty Two too. Twenty Two. I didn't see the first, and I didn't see the old one. I didn't see the remake. I saw all. What of other the Seth above. Rogen movies? Holy crap! That scared the crap out of me. Good. What other Seth Rogen movie? What else? Uh, knocked up. Oh no! I didn't knocked see that. up. Uh, basically, almost anything Judd Apatow did. But I'm just trying to think. Like, I don't wh- think he knows who that is. I want to. S- no, I know who Judd Apatow. I'm just thinking, what have I seen Seth Rogen in? I feel Freaks like I've and, seen it. Freaks in the movie. and Geeks, uh, Undeclared, the old the TV shows that kind of launched Seth Smith. Uh, Seth <laughs> words. Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, is um he just did you, you've uh, seen Seth he just Rogen did Neighbors, everywhere. Bad Neighbors. Like he has um, a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Was saw- he in that movie? Yes. Um, I hate you, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Was. Wait, so scroll up to see. Is, let me see Seth Rogen's face. Yeah, I I feel like I've, I've seen him. In You've something. seen him everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah, he's in like two, three movies a year. He's a Russian Jew. That's, that's yeah. The uh, the interview that was the big one. Uh, yeah, big the one interview. Yeah. yeah, a few years ago. Yeah. Was that funny? No. I like Seth Rogen and his style of humor, and I I really like Judd Apatow. I do not like Seth Rogen and his style. Yeah, I do. I like. I Judd think I Apatow. watched one scene from Pineapple Express that was. Okay. Oh, he was in a uh, Forty Year Old Virgin. That was kind of like his first. No. Movie. Did he do the hot tub movie? No. That was hot Craig, tub time. That was Craig Robinson. Yeah, that was kind of. Fun. But Craig Robinson's in it. He's in it as well. He's one of the main characters. Then I might watch it because that was kind of a funny movie. Craig Robinson's hilarious in it as well. Yeah, that was um, kind of oh, he actually wasn't uh, eastbound and down too. Seth Rogen. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah we should get him on air. Dig it up. That, yeah, that wouldn't bother me. Like, oh, Green Hornet. That was oh, terrible. that's the movie. That's terrible. That's the, I hated him. <laughs> yeah, you that's watch the movie. The only Seth Rogen movie you're familiar with is like the one where oh, he like the worst one. It yeah. was horrendous. The one where he had the least amount of input. I in. hated him so goddamn much. Everybody did. Everybody hated the oh. movie. It's it's rated like a five out of ten. I yeah. loathe his existence because of this. You are all weirdos. Oh, dude. Okay. Now I'm a Seth Rogen guy. I loved it, and this is the end. It's probably the funniest movie that has come out in the last like five years. Oh. I would disagree. Seriously, I was like crying, laughing. That is something else. Like, uh, all right. Oh, the part where like, gotta go to theater. Uh, gotta go to theater. Gotta go to theater. The part where he's like talking about how like these uh, Danny McBride messed up his porn mags, and he's like, "What the hell, man? You got iPad? You got iPads in the walls, but you're jerking off like a goddamn pilgrim." <laughs> <laughs> like a pilgrim. Like a goddamn pilgrim. Yeah, that line almost like put me down. <laughs> and you're jerking off like a goddamn pilgrim. Yeah. It's like, yeah, where do you get that? Where 
Where does that come from? No, Franco is like, I like to read. <laughs> Where did this show go? Uh, left. Wait. Very, I, very okay, hold on. I told you. Uh, this is somebody we should, we should definitely interview um, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. And I, I like Franco. Like, I'm a Franco he, fan. For me, he's hit, hit or miss. He, yeah, he is hit or miss. He is, he's really he's good. He's no Dimitri he's... Martin, who's just terrible at life. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like Dimitri Martin. Did, did, I, bring that, did I bring the show down? A little no, bit. I by mentioning I don't, I don't Dimitri like Martin. Oh, speaking of Dimitri and a name Martin. So... We have a guest coming on next week. Dimitri right? knows a guy named Martin. Oh, <laughs> what's our guest next? Quite week? possibly, it's not fully confirmed yet, but it's possible. What's his name? Oh, uh, Wade Martin. So Wade Martin, have you ever heard of Wade Martin? Yeah, no. it's um Jim Martin's son, right? No, no, he hasn't. Oh, he was just being, okay. No. So if you type in Wade Martin on Facebook. Dimitri agreed to this interview because he finds him sexy. That is the only reason why we're having Wade Martin. On. It's just the way he looks at you. He captivates you. <laughs> did he give you blue steel and it took you? <laughs> look at him. Did you see? Did you type in Wade Martin? Really? He has the same look. This is the look. Oh, you know everywhere. who? Yeah, he's uh, he owns a record company with uh, DMC. Yeah, but he's the only reason why. Dimitri didn't but know he, him at all. He has the same picture everywhere. Dimitri saw the picture and said, I have to interview this man. <laughs> I really don't think that's how it happened. But that's okay. exactly how it Dude, happened. Dude, Dimitri found somebody sexy and didn't know how to handle it, so he booked them. <laughs> It was, the sexiness was too much. Isn't that what we do anyway? It's like, too much sexiness. He was like, I don't know what's happening. I I feel I feel funny. Like his hands I'm, were like sending the email. And he was and like, he was I don't just know like, what is going on. He's right? like, I'm yeah. sweating. My palms are sweaty. I that's, don't know what's happening. That's what well, happens with Wade this, Martin. Palms are sweaty. This, mom spaghetti. Yeah, no, that's what. That's how you felt. Your legs are like mom spaghetti. Wow. Look, he said he he fell. He succumbed to this man's sexiness. <laughs> it's too much sexiness. So, because he goes, well. What about you when you book guests? I go, I clearly only look for women guests because I'm looking at them. And I'm sorry, excuse me. When was the last time you booked anybody? Oh, I will book. I, the gauntlet sure has been thrown I down. Booked Reverb Nation. <laughs> Woo! One. I booked the nation. Don't be reverb. that guy. <laughs> Their Reverb, the nation. You were, you were talking to one guy the entire time. I found his sexiness. But it, <laughs> but it, counts, it, it counts as four million. <laughs> yes, exactly. This one man's sexiness counts as four million. So that means I got a lot of catching up to do? Because I'm at like ten? You got a lot. Not, like, not six the months. way Martin's looking at you, you have a lot of other things to do. I hope he has just like the stupidest English accent. It's oh my Cause god. Because like when you're that good looking, you have to have you have yeah. to sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All the girls just say, don't, don't talk. Yeah, like he just, that's why he's got this look. That's this, why he's got Latika. Every time he talks, oi. Yeah, oi. no, it's, I hope Ready, it's I mean, he is though. from London. So. Oi. Yeah, oi. I hope he has a stupid English accent. That would be great. Can't even understand him. Like, like the most either? vicious Cockney accent. So we go with Jerry No, we're not any upset joker. I'm sorry, that? I'm sorry, Wade. Could you just stop talking and just look at the camera? Yeah, good. That Stay would... there. Dude, could you imagine that? That's how that goes. I hope. Week. Oh, please. I hope please, he has baby, the worst. Please, baby, just make that be the case. No, because if he has the stupidest accent, I'm going to be useless for the whole interview. Oh, yeah. That would be great. I would die. I'd be like, Wade, do you find your handicap to be something that holds you back? No, you, you respond to him just exactly in the same accent that yeah, he has. No, and I'll, no, I'll put on like the most vicious Boston accent. <laughs> Be like, yeah, wait, yeah. Uh, so I was uh, looking at the car the other day, and uh, I was thinking to myself about going to the pack. He'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Oi. What? Oi. He'd be like, look, man, if you're not going to speak your freaking King's English. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's how you hit him. He'd be like, "Oi, really? Yeah. <laughs> wait, mate. That's gonna be great." He's not Australian. It's gonna be perfect. Be like, "Yeah, yeah. Wait, you're from someplace far, far away, right? You should just uh, while he's doing that, John, you do that voice. Just speak Russian. <laughs> just don't even try. No, just no, speak Russian. no. Speak with just like a really thick accent, and you only know like twelve. English he doesn't words. have accent capabilities, so speak Russian and add English. Oh, that's every right. so often. <laughs> that's what you do. Just speak Russian, add English every so often. Sexy. How are you saying English? Random uh, style. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Just throw in random things. The uh, Reebok? I'll speak sign language. Yeah. Just, we'll just yeah, have on the radio. Every, yeah, time, listen, every time it comes to me, you ask me a question, you'll just hear. Yeah. Like, why did you put him on your show? We felt bad for him. <laughs> His microphone's not even plugged in. <laughs> and he, he hasn't realized that. Do his last break. So that he can actually get They would just be like, what happened? Wade would be like, that was the most interesting interview I've ever had. It'd be great. I want to produce their music. What did they ask? I'm sure they did ask us. They did ask. I'm sure they asked questions. I just I just couldn't tell. I'm almost positive. Yeah. There was, there was an Irish guy that showed up every so often. Then he was trumped by the Boston guy. Then there was a Russian one <laughs> <and> <laughs> <a> <laughs> mute. <laughs> what? I want that to be the case. I want his accent to make it. Look, this was going to happen. ridiculous. Next week, even if it's like a slight accent, I think we're going to laugh. Because we just know that this is what we want. Like if it's not per- if it's not Michael Caine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, no, Michael Caine's a bad example. <laughs> but it's gonna be something where it's gonna be like a thick enough accent that we're probably gonna have a hard time just asking like real questions. <laughs> of course, uh, if you, right. David, just my section. Well, I guess everybody's gonna have to tune in next week and find out. Yes. You oh, know what? I I gonna have to tune in and find out. Look at look at. <laughs> and actually, didn't we uh, preface this with saying you haven't booked him yet? So this is all speculation. Well, still tune in next week. No, we're still we're, tuned. I mean, it's still out. good. Idea. We're, we're going to have him on. We should have him on. We're going to call We him. should just interview nothing but Greek and English artists. <laughs> Why just Greek That's and English? That's the most random Because we want accents that we can't understand. I disagree. I want Greek Peru- accents are not that bad. I want Peruvian. All right, let's go for it. Austrian. And Malaysian. Austrian. Listen, a li- look, a little bit of German. Yeah, I was going to say, you <laughs> probably couldn't tell if it was German or not. Yeah, just... Look at him. You just, you just want just up random Austrian. Well, if we get a, a German artist, what would their Mandarin accent? They'd probably be all the the metal artists that are sending us music. Yeah, somebody find us Rammstein. Yeah, just have them on. If anybody sees Rammstein, first give him a hug. We just need people on that we don't understand. <laughs> I guess, and we're just gonna try our best to hold a real interview. So basically, we have to find every musician and actor out there with a gonna, very thick accent. This is gonna be a nightmare. Or uh, let's find a Lebanese artist that doesn't even speak English. What does a Lebanese sound like, Jay? I'll wait. They sound Arabic. Mm, you're racist. That's no. They speak Arabic and they speak French actually. Mm-hmm. So we could probably have a real conversation with them. They speak French. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I translated as best I could, and then be like, "You're gonna have to hear me in English." In face. Like that thing. Oh wait, I was like, "What the hell?" No, that wasn't you talking again, Jay. Dude, that came out of nowhere. That thing. Double racism. Double double racism. Some put a little echo on that. We should make a a clip. This <laughs> double racism. What? We have moments. I have moments. Okay, I am a racist. <laughs> it went from we have moments to I am a racist. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, who is this we? 
Where are these moments? Like it's, it's listen, guys. We here. I'm a racist. <laughs> that just completely. The Gaggo Network does not condone anything that Jay says. Jay's opinion is entitled his own. It does not reflect those. Why did you almost have an accent on that? His opinion is entitled his own. We need Wade Martin. Dwayne Wade Martin. Dwayne Wade Martin. Is that what is this? You is know what? Wade yep. Martin? Yeah. <laughs> Dimitri can't Don't keep correct him. him. Look at Dimitri's just. I want you calling him Dwayne next week. I'm probably going to end up doing that. So, like, Dwayne Johnson, how you doing? Damn, wrong person. I might. I'm not Dwayne Johnson. What are you talking about? So, you like cats? Like, what the hell? Why are you going down there, buddy, with your key? <laughs> um, Watch. He's like from. He, he was raised in America, so he has like a southern accent. That would actually just throw me for a <laughs> I'd be so pissed. Well, it says English born, so he was there for like three months and then he came over here. You also see Phoenix, right? He has a Phoenix studio, so it's like. He's from Michigan. Oh, son of. Yeah, I know. Everything we're hoping for is just not it's it. It's like, at hey, all. Guys, hey guys, thanks for having us on. Oh. Uh, we're looking for Wade Martin. Is <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, we'll hold. Yes, this is I. Oh. Oh, uh, no, no. We're looking for. Yeah, we're looking for a guy that doesn't speak. I am Wade Martin. Our English. Yeah, he <laughs> speaks better than we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes, I am Wade Martin. I actually teach at He's the local enunciaces. Yeah. Enunciation. <laughs> enunciaces. Enunciaces. Yeah, we need a Wade Martin is really words. smart. <laughs> That's Yo, like, you wicked <laughs> smart. What you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Can we like just school? look at you for just, a little? You read books and stuff? Is that what you, is that like, is that how you like, is that like the the words? Like Where are books? we right now? Is that what, Wade Martin. You Wade. looked at him. You took one look at him and his sexiness threw the show off. Wade Martin, when you inspired that song, I'm Too Sexy, you uh, <laughs> did you get royalties from Right Side Fred? Was that? You was that? Great. Jay can't talk Dude, right now. That is He's exactly laughing. what happens. He's too sexy. Yeah, is that it? That's what happened. Uh, in the song, Wade, about you, it says you're too sexy. It hurts. Are you in pain now? And if so, what are you doing? And it also says you're too sexy for your shirt. So is that why you cut the mm. sleeves off is it and that, have that sleeveless picture? So that the sexiness wouldn't just completely envelope you. <laughs> Complete. Yeah, we should just ask him, like, so... When you took that picture, did your uh, camera person have to go? After you were done wipe? having sex with the cameraman. <laughs> and, the camera. and, and the camera. And the camera. And the crew. Well, he's making love to the camera right now, actually. Yeah, You're watching you it. You can see, dude, if you look at the picture, every picture that he had, it's, it's the same one, especially. I guarantee, like, Wade Martin's, like, likes just went through the roof. Yeah, dude. And he has no idea why. <laughs> we did a 20-minute thing on him. Dude. Yeah, he comes out next week, and we're gonna like, have nothing to talk about. Yeah, be like, all right, so we're just gonna replay this. Thing, uh, the last yeah. twenty minutes. Oh uh, yeah, wait, we want you to hear something, <laughs> and just pause it. And to, just leave. Just pause it to let him talk. In the meantime, we're just gonna go to the bathroom. We're gonna hang out. No, we should just be like, hey, wait, you're there. Yeah, I'm here, guys. All right, uh, you tweeted it out. Yep. All play. right, hey, play. All right, we're gonna go. <laughs> we'll be back after this. We'll just go to our break. That would be great. All right, so um, again, for all you, this started with musicians. For all the musicians that are listening to the Yeah, like 25 minutes ago. Exactly. That's how we work here. We do a complete (laughs) 6,000. So we... So you rotate like 10 times, 12, 20 times. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot more than 186 times. Do the math. I have no idea what I just said. I wouldn't do that if I were you. You lived it the gag order way. (laughs) <laughs> it's not the American way. It's the gag order way. What? 
I don't know. He said he doesn't know what he did for the past 25 minutes with his life. He lived at the gag or what? He's looking at cosplayers. Dimitri's trying to find other sexy men. Anyways, for all those musicians, 857-366-5444. Have your fans call that number and request your songs. Also, text us at 857-445-0424 if you can't call in. We will take voicemails and blah, 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 blah. All of that and more. That's kind of what we're doing. Well, voicemails. You can, leave, you can leave one. Yeah, we just won't answer the phone. Basically, it. Yeah. Just we're taking voicemails by not answering your calls, um, unless so. you're Wade Martin, and then you can just talk into our answer. My phone number is yeah, exactly. Wade, Dimitri's number. Wade, you should just personally text me the same picture. Hey, Wade, can we get a drop? <laughs> and can you record a voicemail for me? John is not here right now. Write this down. Yeah. This is Wade Martin. John is not here right now. He's being too sexy. He's out anyway. trying to match my sexiness. Exactly. Just and just leave it. What? Imagine, <laughs> imagine if he had a sexy voice. That would just. <laughs> Yes, gentlemen, can I please have you? And we just go, you know what? We just need you to record every promo. So we're hey, gonna... Wade, what's that sound in the background? Oh, I'm mixing up a martini. Yes, and there are ladies. How did he turn to James Bond? We're having a, a naughty he's Wade, party. He's Wade freaking Martin. <laughs> and all you hear is disco Martin, music. It's, Wade it's Martin. Like, it's, what's it called? Uh, Austin Powers music and the girls are in the background giggling. <laughs> That's what's happening. Oh, ladies, keep it down and please put something on. It's cold in this room. <laughs> all 12 of you. Ah, uh, Wade Martin. This is how he does it. I'm looking for the Monday girls. Are you the Monday girls? <laughs> Dude, Wade Martin is going to be the best interview we've had. So. <laughs> or the absolute worst. Because now, if he doesn't live up to what we just did. We set the bar way too high. Exactly. So if he doesn't come anywhere near it, we're going to be like. one word answers. He's going to yep. be a four-minute interview. Yes. Uh, hey, No. No. Wait, can yes. we talk to somebody else? Is there somebody else there? I know. Can, can we get the guy that cleans the studio? Because I'm pretty sure he has. Stories. He's actually ridiculously racist. <laughs> Jay Francois, is that a black man? Yeah, exactly. I'm. I'm. I Are you I, French? I'm not yeah. going to answer until he's out of the room. Oh, is now that we, a thing, Wade. Now Wade Martin's French. Because <laughs> <laughs> the accent you were going. Now Wade Martin's French. <sighs> he hates them, and he is one. Yes. Well, a self-hating Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we have imagine if his publicist listened to this. If his publicist listens to this, if that'd that's be the case, I'm so sorry. This was not my doing. That would be great if his if publicist listened to this and they go, no, uh, no. I'm pretty sure it would be bad <laughs> if his publicist listened to this. He'd be like, yeah, you, they actually already interviewed you. You weren't. You didn't need to be there. <laughs> you had many accents. Yeah, yeah. They said you were from Michigan and then you were from France. And Imagine if his publicist was like, they actually made you more interesting. Yeah, you right. Really <laughs> Guy's boring as hell. He's incredibly sexy and like ridiculously shy. Oh, man. Is it fun working with uh, DMC from Run DMC? Yes. Can't elaborate. No. <laughs> oh, Wade Martin, guys! All right, we'll be back. <laughs> what in the Christ name is that? And we get like we four thousand really shares. Yeah. I try not to do too many radio interviews because of my sexiness. I know that's all it is. What are you doing right now? Posing. <laughs> like where? In the mirror. Yeah, he goes on Good Morning America and he just says It's the there. same pose that he does with all his pictures. Yeah, it's, that's how he talks on the camera. Like he's on live TV, just like this. Yeah, with a with a side view <laughs> and a light and a, and a corner light. <laughs> he carries the same crew. <laughs> he wears the same shirt all the he time. He refuses to do interviews on his right side. <laughs> Yeah, if he was in studio, he would demand that you switch seats. 
It's like, you know, we're on radio, right? The sexiness goes through the wires. <laughs> he, just, he just needs to be one side profile. That's it. He doesn't even do anything. He's just there, and we have to just, just bask in it. Like when he's waiting out in the waiting room, he's sitting like that. He's sitting with his like to the side. He distracts doctors. Somebody walks in, and he refuses to face. We them have set the bar way. Too I high know first. that's the thing. He's gonna come on, and he's gonna just. He's gonna come on and go. That picture's actually twelve. Yeah, years right. Old. I yeah. put on a couple of. Pounds. Yeah, he's actually. He's got this grovelly voice. He's yeah. just been through it. He's been through the grinder. He smokes a pack a day now. Yeah. Exactly. I got these palm oils and. Um, yeah. He just doesn't finish his sentences. He trails off. Publicist, I'm very sorry for the show. I'm really getting into um, bags of potato chips. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm thinking about there. So how's the uh, the studio going? Oh, yeah, it burned. Yeah, it burned down. No, no, long time ago. One of my 12 cigarettes that I was smoking at the time. I was hanging with BB King one day. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna knock it. <laughs> do you still do that same pose? I ain't trying to do <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. That's pretty good. That is exactly. <laughs> oh, so you were the one that did the commercial? I'm with the Wait, you're the old guy in the, in the smoking ad? The don't smoke ad? Wait, how come we never see you from, like, the neck down anymore? Answer, <laughs> My mama. <laughs> yeah, my publicist won't allow We're assholes. I'm sorry. Jay can't talk right now. He's laughing. That's like it just hit me. Like, what's, where can we go with his voice that would be worse than what we've been saying? And I'm like, what if he doesn't have one? What if he's not? Oh my god! Or he just had like a stroke a while ago. And he just comes out and says, "Can't talk." It's like, so like, what? Just, yeah, I try to talk. Like, what made you want to go That's into music? I'm feeling. <laughs> See, I don't. I'm not saying anything. I'm just doing the voice of Jay's Boston. It's, it's just it so could good. very well be the possibility. He has the same picture. Or what if he's actually deaf? And you know how deaf people talk? Yes, yes. That's that's racist. <laughs> that's racist, and I'm gonna do an impression. You think what the problem was? And when I do that, don't me from the side. Jay's last break. Jay's oh, like, this is serious. He took the headphones off. Jay took the headphones off. He's uh, rapping. He's airing himself. You want me to go hit the AC, buddy? I'm done. I tap. He's done. He's he's got nothing. He's got nothing left. He's got nothing left. We're going to go on break. We'll be right back to Gag Order Radio Show. Another door slammed in my face How many more can this heart take? 
This is Matt Gannum, host of Banyan Recovery Radio. I know what it's like to go through recovery from addiction. I didn't do it alone, and neither should you. If you or someone you love is struggling with addiction, contact Banyan Treatment Center. At Banyan, we respect the individual journey of everyone who is going through addiction. And for this reason, we tailor treatment plans to each client's personal situation. This empowers our clients to make meaningful changes in their own lives. Go to BanyanTreatmentCenter.com or call their 24-hour hotline at 1-855-903-1770. So who are the real original housewives? Well, Sarah, Esther, Mary, and Ruth. Proclaim this and other Bible references on a shirt at OneBodyOneSpirit.com. One Body, One Spirit is a Christian-themed clothing store for ladies and men that allows believers to express their faith, glorify God, and start conversations through something as simple as a T-shirt. Plus, a portion of every purchase is donated to charities. Their website is the number one body, the number one spirit.com to view their clothing selections. OneBodyOneSpirit.com. On the Edge with John Doherty has politics. 
Each state receives a certain number of delegates based on population. Also, Larry Stempleton is this year's winner for the Republican side of pull the number out of the hat for how many delegates Rhode Island gets. The interviews you want to hear, like Gary K. Wolf, creator of Roger Rabbit. I sell my, you know, mostly write on my iPad in coffee shops. I go to coffee shops and I write on my iPad. So, so not only do hipster douches go to their co- go to coffee <laughs> yeah. shops, but a major author, an international bestseller, major douche comedy segments and characters a woman is a lot like the clock on a vcr confusing to program and if you do it wrong it just blinks at you and everyday talk but it was cubicle land i was there for about a year and in that year my brain just absolutely melted out of my ears onto the floor (laughs) on the edge with john doherty every friday at 7 p.m here on the gag order network and check out hopeshare.com slash on the edge to catch up with past shows So that, unfortunately, Jay had to leave. That was um, the last segment was too much for me. Just couldn't handle it. Yeah, he, and I broke him. You broke him. He needs to get his inhaler. He has to go and reset. <laughs> I thought I was one that had to you reset. Gotta go, you got to go get like a pin and push that little button <laughs> in the back of his neck. <laughs> or a pen or something. Yeah, Pen or something. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do a quick outro for you guys. I know that On the Edge with John Doherty is coming up in whoop, about whoop. 15 minutes or so. That's right. Uh, if you do... Want to call in next week? We might have Wade Mar- oh, Wade Martin, Wade Martin on. I, I keep confusing. There's somebody else that I know that's Wade. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. Uh, you can call in eight five seven three six six five four four four, or you can text in eight five seven. I forgot the number again. Four four five zero four two four. Four four five zero four two four. You know what? I'm the one that keeps making fun of other people for you do. the number. You make fun of us, and the host. I don't remember. You you make fun of all the rest of the hosts for not knowing the number off the top of their head. And you screwed up. Well, it's because for, I'm using the producer and I stare at the numbers. So yeah, they are literally right in front of you. Yeah. Oh well, what can you do? Yeah, but you can. Do. At least I'm not a hypocrite. Tis, well, kind of. No, I admit that I forget them. Yeah, that's fine. So everybody got to stay tuned tonight on The Edge with John Doherty. We're going to have a good show tonight. We're going to be talking Gene Wilder. We're going to be saying our goodbyes to the original Willy Wonka. We're we'll talking about Cannabis Update, big news coming out of Mass, Maine, Nevada, and California. We're also going to be talking fantasy football. I know you play fantasy football. Why? Because I, everybody. I don't. Everybody but Dimitri and Jay plays fantasy football. At least There has to be at least one person in every office that plays. It's kind of a rule. That's true. That's true. So we're going to be covering fantasy football. The Gag Order Network has our own league, and we drafted last night. You want to stay tuned, hear some of our stories. Maybe you want to call in at 857-366-5444 because the number's right in front of me, and I don't have to remember it. And for all the reverb artists out there, get your fans to like us on Facebook, Gag Order Radio Show, and you have to like us as well. Send oh, in the so request. Many rules. Yes, yeah, send in the request. Have your fans send in the request because the more requests we get, the higher the chance your song will play. Uh, and like Jay was saying earlier in the show, which you have to listen to, too bad. Find us on iTunes and Hulkshare and GagwardNetwork.com. No, you shouldn't have said something. You shouldn't have been like, oh, well, if you missed the earlier part of the show. So anyway. <laughs> well, we want them to listen. Tis true. Tis so, true. Uh, listen back. Uh, find us on iTunes. Subscribe to us. But uh, the Reverb Nation artists, we're actually going to have a separate show for you guys. Uh, maybe a top 40 for audio and video. So send in your videos, too. Uh, what is it? Artists at... 
gagwardnetwork.com. Just find us anywhere besides our own personal pages. Do not email me personally. Do not find me personally, which I have yet to actually happen to me. I don't know how it happens to Jay all the time. It has yet to happen to Dimitri's me. Dimitri's cell phone number is... John's cell phone number is, and his email account is... John at gagwardnetwork.com. There you go. Good luck spelling John. There's two Fs. That's <laughs> what throws people off. And a Z for some yeah, reason. Yeah, throws people off. But until next week, we are the Gagro Radio Show. Jay had to leave. My name is Dimitri. We have Joan in the booth. There we go. We will talk to everybody next week. Stay fun.